Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, today with my fabulous co-host. <laughs> hey, everyone. This is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. <laughs> Sorry, we're in a giggling mood today <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but yeah, we, we wanted to do a podcast on saving money, and we felt like this was you know, we had actually mentioned it in the cost of competing episode. If you ever listened to that one, we said, oh, we should definitely do a, a podcast about saving money. Well, with today's, you know, economic status and how mm -hmm. inflation has just gone sky high, I think super appropriate in 2023 to talk about this topic. But first, Chris, why don't you tell us about your last seven days? Okay, yes. So I'm constantly traveling. And this week, past weekend, uh, my boyfriend and I went to Raleigh and we hosted another um, drug tested powerlifting meet. So if you guys plan weddings or big extravagant birthday parties or anything that is a lot of coordination, you can empathize with feeling hungover the next couple days. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's cool to be involved in different sports and learn from different athletes. I feel like we can kind of all learn from each other um, because there's aspects that kind of like interconnect us as just like human beings and as athletes in general. So it was a lot of fun to kind of help host that. And I was in charge of basically like entering in the right kilograms. So I practiced my math skills and was definitely oh, that would be horrible oh my gosh oh that would hurt my brain tc was like at the meeting for the athletes he's like please make sure that you know your kilogram like conversions and you're giving those numbers to her <laughs> in kilograms because that's how you had to enter them in so when people would come up and tell me pounds i'd have to like start doing math or use a conversion chart and he's like, she's a bodybuilder and she's in prep. So if you want your numbers in right, <laughs> double check yourself. So I really appreciated that. And That's everyone so there was, yeah, they were super nice. And we worked together and we got it running smoothly. And um, it was a lot of fun. So we're back at home, back in the grind. And we'll be preparing for uh, next weekend. We travel out west. So um yeah, just starting off the year with a bang. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I uh, I started off my weekend with on Friday. Um, so I just wanted to share this prep hack because I feel like a lot of listeners probably have had similar issues. Um, I have a bit of a shoulder impingement that sometimes comes about. Mm. And um, on Friday, I did muscle activation therapy with a physical therapist. I'm not yeah. sure how, you know widespread that is um what people have that many certifications in this but it is seriously like he's doing voodoo magic on my shoulder um he presses Great. in on certain spots and makes sure that each muscle is turned on properly and it's being properly utilized in that shoulder girdle and supporting it and awesome. um just like with an occupational hazard of kind of sitting at a computer all day, I have like a little bit of cupping yeah. on my scapula. So yeah, it's caused this impingement, but I walked out of there like a new person and um, oh, it's just that. definitely worth the hour of 
muscle activation. So if you have a body part that's, you know, not working properly, I know I've sent my um, clients to him for turning on certain glute muscles. Like if they have one glute muscle that's not firing and uh, we, we tend to overcompensate on one side of our body sometimes like just postural or different variations of things, but we're not utilizing all muscle groups that kind of support that. So other ones are getting recruited and being overworked. Mm -hmm. And, um, I definitely highly recommend muscle, um, activation therapy. It's really a game changer. Um, so that tangent, but, um, another thing, uh, I had a big girls night out. It was actually last night on a Monday. (laughs) So I was (laughs) sitting there with my, you know, club soda and lime and, um, well, people were drinking and all that, but I wanted to be there for my friend. So, you know, it's all about balance. You kind of have to, you know, pick what you're going to do. I wanted to be able to wake up today and be able to be, have a good training session and, um, a good work, productive work day. So, um, yeah, I think you can absolutely just, you don't have to say no to social functions. You can still celebrate people and be around them and make those connections. But, um, you know, you just have to kind of say no to some tempting items and things like that, but it's doable. So when you're living the prep life, but yeah, that was super fun. Um, getting, getting some girls time. So yeah. I love that. So let's get That's right. A great message. Oh, thank you. Um, let's get into the topic. So I think yeah. probably the first part is the travel. That's the most expensive part of prep or doing a mm. competition is what I'm trying to say. Um, so show day costs, we can kind of go over those. And then there's lots of other costs like food and gym and things that you're going to utilize every day. So do you want to start with maybe like hotels? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll share my hacks for hotels first. Um, So I know that a lot of times events will be at like a chain hotel string. So whether it's Marriott or Hyatt, um, I actually, my last pro show was at a Hyatt. And to save money on the cost of the hotel, I ended up like signing up for their credit card um and i actually have used that consistently for my specific like travel expenses for prep and it's actually been really good because it's linked up with a rewards program so a lot of times hotels will have rewards program you don't have to buy you don't have to use the credit card you can just sign up for rewards and they'll give you points for your stays um, so a lot of times when TC and I are traveling, we're able to kind of utilize um, like the points that we earn and roll it over to make sure that we're spending money um, wisely. Even like for Hyatt, you can do half of the money costs and then half in points. Uh, there's just like a lot of different things. So if you have a hotel chain that you're always doing competitions at or you travel a lot and it's something you use, you may want to look at their rewards system and their program and see like how feasible that would be in helping you save money in the future. So um, that's like the biggest one I would think for like show day. Um, like I have a couple of shows I'm considering and looking at if they're a Hyatt or not, or if you are driving and you're like 
taking like a day or two to get to your destination, you can kind of like use those hotel hotel chains as well to save money. Um, so yeah, why don't you, Amy, you have some good hacks as well for hotels. Yeah. So first and foremost, I would say actually pick a show that's in your hometown so you don't have to pay for a hotel. That's probably the mm -hmm. biggest savings that you can do. Um, obviously, we don't all have that luxury of, you know, living in a town that or a city that has competitions that line up with your calendar. But I would definitely right. start there. Um, from there, and I do this with the team shows when I'm booking those, uh, just because we have so many coaches that are in the Kansas City, Missouri area, I always book a team show within a three to four um, hour drive so that... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm not having to, I guess I'm kind of skipping forward to the flights part, but, um, that can save you on flights if you kind of pick a hotel that's like within driving distance. Um, and then it stays, it saves on your days of staying. Like you were saying, you know, if you, it's far yeah. away, you have several hotel stays. So try to pick something with that's drivable within, a, you know, a couple two to four hours so that you're not doing multiple nights and you're doing the minimum amount. And then right. my husband is like, he follows the points guy. Um, he is very <laughs> knowledgeable on working these points. But um, just to give you one idea, um, basically sign up, like you said, for the hotel credit card. So mm -hmm. anytime you spend with that card, it gives you points. But then if you spend while you're staying there with the card then you get like double and triple sometimes yeah. the amount of points if you're using the hotel affiliated with that credit card um and then for me i always book the national shows way in advance even if i don't know like if i'm competing or we have athletes competing but i do it so that you can get that rate from the block yes. um like, for example, just, um, you know, a lot of the national shows are in Pittsburgh. So um, when I say a lot, there's two, but that's more than any other city. Um, mm -hmm. So the Sheraton Station Square, it's the only one on that side of the river. And you're going to accumulate a lot of Uber money or a rental car if you don't stay there. So mm -hmm. staying there is huge. So you need to as soon as the schedule comes out and those dates come out, even if you don't know you're going to compete, but you think maybe you will book the hotel because you can always cancel it within uh, 48 hours and it doesn't charge you. But right. if you have to book another hotel, um, first of all, that rate is a lot better um, when it's under the block. And yes. um, so basically, you know, having a plan ahead of time is going to save you a lot of money in the long run just um, so that you can, you know, get the best rate possible. Um, do you want to move on to flights then next? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, like Amy said, if you are driving a couple hours away, that's going to be much cheaper than trying to jump on an airplane, fly across the country. Um, but I would say, well, actually, I think that, um, Amy, you actually do the best job with saving money with flights. So it'd probably be better if you kind of shared your hacks. Yeah. So I am a huge, when it comes to competitions, I only book Southwest. My husband's a platinum and for Americans. So he has like tons of miles and we'll do like our 
he does his work trips and all that. But with competitions, everything's so up in the air in terms of, <laughs> I mean, yes, you you want your prep to go perfectly. You want your timeline to go well. But sometimes there's bumps in the road and you may not be ready for a competition. You may want to move it right. back. You may want it to be earlier. So I've just noticed that, you know, sometimes there's a lot of cancellations when that um happens in southwest there's zero cancellation penalty it's the only airline that does but then it's also the only airline that has you know two free checked bags and that's huge when you're you know you have like all of your competition jewelry and your suit and your heels and everything and your carry-on and maybe your food but you need like bigger bags um to -hmm. check and i like that southwest doesn't charge you for that um, and a lot of these little fees, they can really add up. Um, and then I always rebook the same flight, or at least I look to see. So I'll book it way in advance. So if I know I'm like going to do a national show or I'm going to have athletes in a national show, I'll book it early in the year. And then I keep periodically looking at that flight. And on Southwest, you get credits um, back, which you just get like – uh, basically like the money back in the difference and it could be the same flight but let's say you spent $300 on a flight round trip and then one of the legs the price dropped so you just basically change the flight rebook that same flight and then it gives you whatever it is like 40 bucks back um, mm-hmm. I do that all the time I stock like <laughs> my flights throughout the year and I've accumulated so many um credits back that I've just used for other flights so um I don't know how many people know that you can do that on Southwest but um that was a huge hack that you shared with me yeah to be able to get some because I ended up with like I don't know 150 dollars in like voucher or credits or however you want to I'm still getting used to this but um I was able to apply that to my next flight so um, and you, you can do it per person too. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's crazy how much they vary throughout the year and based on availability and, you know, there may not be like a ton of people on that flight. They find out like a couple months later after you've already booked it. So they drop the price, um, right. things like that. So definitely always check that. And that's the thing that you don't really get penalized for. Um, with that, you, you know, like maybe you say you thought you were going to go to universe and then you decide to go to masters nationals or North Americans. So you want to change it and there's no penalty. If you buy it ahead of time, you can always just transfer, you know, those credits to another flight. Um, so credit cards in the airlines is huge too, just like the hotel, um, So I use my Southwest credit card to buy the flights and then I get points for more flights. Um, You know, like with each uh, mile, it gives you so many dollars towards um, your flight. So that's another way to kind of accumulate. And then, um, so for example, when we went to Rome, we, um, for my competition, we made sure that we booked thanksgiving as our departure day and it was like a fourth of the cost in points um like it was 
crazy less points. And it's if you do, um, whether it's reward tick reward points or you just are booking a flight, if you leave on the day of the holiday, that's not a lot of people want to actually be traveling on Thanksgiving Day. So that's another mm-hmm. way to get like a really cheap flight, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, for like these last flights that I had to book for Arizona, I did look at different airports too. So if you have access to different airports within your, uh, like where you live, um, you can kind of map it out of what it will cost in gas or say a hotel night. So like, um, because sometimes bigger airports will have more options for flights and they'll be cheaper. So like for us, um, we're, you know, going to drive a couple hours to a different airport, but our hotel has a, a park and fly so we can leave the car there, take the shuttle to the airport. We'll be there like right away in the morning. We don't have to worry about like commuting a couple, you know, an hour or two. Um, if we were using like a closer airport, there's just like a lot of different options. So I do think that traveling, you have to uh, take take some time to weigh out all the options, especially if you're looking to cut costs. Uh, but you just never know. Keep checking, like Amy said, keep checking those Southwest flights. Yeah, and something I wanted to point out that I'm a mistake I made at the Olympia. So those of you that don't know, Chris won the coach's incentive, which basically we have a coaching tracker of just different metrics that I feel like are some things that can kind of show and measure our success as coaches. And she won the all expenses paid trip to the Olympia. And I was thinking I was doing a really good job of picking a hotel by picking the planet Hollywood because that's where the Olympia was. And, um, little did I know as I should have booked the Venetian because Mm. we ended up doing so many Ubers back and forth, um, to the Venetian. So, think about that too. Like think about your location of your, um, hotel and like the Uber drives and same with like flights and things like that. Like think about those other little things that might add up. So I know this is a hack that I have for universe. Um, I never, I try to avoid LaGuardia like the plague because the Uber drive is so expensive compared to Newark. So that's the only time I break my rule about Southwest um, because now Southwest no longer flies into Newark. But Newark mm. is like a 20-minute Uber drive to the Teaneck, New Jersey hotel at the Marriott there for Universe versus LaGuardia. It can be, especially with traffic, it can be like a 50 to 45-minute Uber ride. And I think wow. I paid with like the fees from going to New York. Um I think my Uber ride was like $75 just one way. Yikes. Whereas, you know, it's like a 20 minute one from uh, Newark is like 20 bucks or something. I don't know. Um, a lot less than that. It's about half the price. So factor that yeah. into the cost of the tickets too. When you're thinking about flights, just think about like how you're also going to get from the airport to the destination and things like that. But good point. Yeah, that's great. That is a big difference. Who wants to be in an Uber that long and stressed out in New York traffic? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so moving on to TAN. Uh, so this is more show day stuff. Uh, do you want to start with that one? 
Yeah. So if you don't want to pay the professional tanners to do your competition tan, you can definitely do a DIY kit from ProTan. I know some people are like really afraid to do their own tan all by themselves. I think that it's really simple um, and it's not hard to mess up. Plus it gives you a little bit more control over your schedule. You're not running to appointments. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's self-explanatory. And then if there's someone there that can kind of like help you with your tan as well, you can recruit people um, with no experience. I've had my boyfriend do it. Um, So again, it's not super complicated. Um, And I know uh, you said that you use a back wand as well, Amy, to kind of do your back if there's areas that you can't reach. So it's totally doable. Um, If you're wanting to save money, it's probably, gosh, it's half the Less cost. I just half. looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, yeah. um, like the mini kit that's TSA approved. So you can bring it through, um, the TSA in your check pack. <clears throat> I'm sorry. In your non check bag. So your carry on, um, is forty nine ninety five, And usually a professional tans anywhere between 120 to 130. Yep. So that's a huge savings there. And then, you can also use shameless plug our glam girl code to get 10% off. So it'd be even less than that. Um, and then as far as just some of the other products that you have to use for a tanning, like the get buffed and those things like, um, for getting your tan off the tan remover and stuff like that. Um, there is like a DIY coffee scrub. So coffee grind or coffee grounds, they don't um, disintegrate in water. And so you can make an actual homemade scrub to exfoliate your skin. And the caffeine kind of like supposedly re- like rejuvenates your your skin. But I don't know how much that's true. Um, just be careful though because a lot of those home remedies include like coconut oil and things like that. And the coconut oil is going to be like a barrier similar to yeah. like putting a lotion on. So just be careful on what you are mixing with it. Some people make like a brown sugar scrub with the coffee grounds and things like that. Um, okay. So makeup, I, if you're like Chris, you can do this, but probably not if you're like me. Um, (laughs) I've tried in the past doing the makeup, like watching a YouTube video and following the instructions. I'm not great at it. I'm just not very artistic, but your undergrad was, basically in art <laughs> in a way uh, with your <laughs> yeah. marketing. So you have a little bit more skills than I do. Um, I know you tried it for the Olympia fashion show yeah. and you did a really good job with the contouring. I thought. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it definitely, um, it, I would, would practice more before I do my own competition. Like that was really good to have like the fashion show and really trying to do it. And I felt like I learned a lot about makeup because I'm typically someone that I just do like the bare minimum to get by. Um, But like that dramatic eye is really hard to capture. So uh, definitely practice, do lots of practice runs if you're going to do your own makeup. But that is definitely a huge way to save money. And if you purchase your own makeup, you'll have it like as a backup in case something falls through. Like, I feel like you should be somewhat aware of how to do your makeup in case, you know, God forbid there's no makeup artist there. Um, But 
yeah thank you for the compliment i really was trying to learn and uh i thought you did a good job and... yeah oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't get it very well uh <laughs> It, it was just not working very well, but, um, luckily it was just, I wasn't getting judged. Um, I, I yeah. do pay the professionals, but it, it does cost a lot of money. It costs like, be prepared to spend $250 on makeup. That is not yeah. uncommon. Um, if you do a show close to home, then it makes it easier to, um, just another way to save money because you're able to maybe get somebody local that, doesn't have to yeah. pay all that so with makeup artists I mean knowing because I book the makeup artists for our team shows um you know not all of their cost is their time and their supplies but it's also their travel to the show and paying for right. their hotel all of that costs money so if you get somebody that's local and you just do it in their studio like for example in Phoenix I actually found a lady that did it out of her home um and I had a a photo shoot Friday and so I actually just went to her house um I I mean I had the cost of the uber but it was like a fraction of the cost in terms of her doing my makeup and she did a really good job I actually liked it better than the show sponsored ones that I did the next day so yeah that's another hack um you can find somebody local on hair you can do the same thing I've done several times where um, I go to a blowout bar the night before and get my hair pinned and I just have my own set of clips and it's like a $30 blowout and then you add some hot tools and it's like 50 bucks and I just put a blowout cap sleep on it and then just take the pins out in the morning and again hair can be as much as I would say like 200 um depending on if they charge for you to put in extensions and things like that. But um, on hair, you can save in the long run by buying quality, in my opinion. It might be a little bit more cost up front, but if this is something you do all the time, my Bellamy hair extensions I've used for years. And when I had crappy ones, like the tape-in ones, you know, they were good for like maybe one show. And by the time they just got really ratty, and um trimmed out and then same with a wig it's an investment um Mm -hmm. you don't have to spend money on coloring your hair or getting it trimmed and then um, paying a stylist to do it you can just bring the wig put it on a wig stand pop it on your head and you're good to go for several shows in a row i know coach elizabeth has been using the same wig since like 2016 or something like I don't even know 2017 yeah and she's done she's placed in the top five every time she's worn it so um yeah I kind of skipped ahead did you have anything to add on hair or makeup before we were moving on like just segued right into that (laughs) no those are great yeah you cover them beautifully okay great um suits so let's talk about saving costs there yeah, so um, a lot of times suit companies will have like a clearance section on their website, like Angel Competition Bikinis does have a clearance tab, so you can shop on there to find things at a discount. Um, you can also like shop strategically. So that's actually one thing I did with my hair extensions this year is like I knew I was competing in 2023 and I needed to update like hair extensions. I knew I was going to need a new suit, so. Um, holidays, Black Friday sales, stuff like that, like think strategically 
and again, it's like the traveling, you kind of have to plan ahead, but, um, ordering suits at a discount, um, during like Black Friday sales, using discount codes, like there's definitely ways to save money um, when it comes to getting like the the competition suit. Yeah, and one thing that I think a lot of people miss out on is there's a bunch of Facebook groups that are really good. It's called like yeah. Suit Swap, and um, it's like a consignment area, basically where you can sell your suit or obviously people can buy and I've bought a lot of different suits off of these uh, places and I um, I will sell my suits as well so that's been really really helpful because you can take that money that you sold like a suit that's still in good shape but maybe you just wanted to change like the color Um, there's a lot of people out there that would buy it for a couple hundred from you and um, there's a lot of people that want to sell their suits that they are no longer using, um, for a couple of hundred. So I wouldn't recommend spending more than like $300 on a consigned suit. And you just have to be really careful with like making sure that, um, you get all their, their specs and everything. Um, a lot of yeah. times I have competitors that are trying to save money. So they're like, Hey, what do you think about this suit? Actually just have had two competitors that have shown me suits that they saw like on a consignment website and I'm like well that doesn't have a picture of like what that looks like on someone's glutes so I was like Mm -hmm. you know ask that buyer or that seller for a stage shot so we can see what that looks like on their glutes and then you know just be very cautious with that just because there can be you know you can end up kind of if you're not (laughs) um making sure that they're like a certified you know seller and things like that so just um be careful with that but you can definitely save a lot of money in doing that and um i think like ggb suit rental is a great way again sorry shameless plug but um it's a great way to get like a pro level thousand dollar suit to utilize for 225 um you know that's that's you're gonna spend at least 600 or a thousand to a thousand dollars on a custom-made suit which there's advantages to both but it just I'm just telling you like if you're you know you have to be frugal in that situation Um, and then wear your suit multiple times like if it you do put that investment in it wear it until it like falls apart and even get it refurbished I have one suit that I have had probably five people wear and I wore it for the first time in like 2016 and I've changed the connectors on it three times because it's just a quality suit that uh you know I've rented it out to different people and um I myself have worn it with different connectors so um think about that too you can always refurbish your suits if you know a good seamstress I'm lucky my best friend is (laughs) <laughs> one of my best friends is uh... so lucky yeah <laughs> you have like the ultimate resource there like yeah she's great she um, but yeah I would suit. say like yeah who's so the like consignment Facebook groups they actually are very helpful I've sold a couple suits on there and I just tell people my measurements so if you're shopping for a shoot a, like suit on there like do ask for stage shots like front and back um I let people know like what my hip measurement was for that competition what like my cup size is just height like anything just to give you because it's basically your 
kind of like you're doing a lot of guesswork when you're buying a suit from someone else that was designed for their body. Um, but yeah, like ask a lot of questions and um, definitely talk to your coach before making a purchase. If you're trying to be frugal with money, because the worst is buying a suit that you thought looked right. And then, you know, and you didn't run it by your coach and then you end up having to buy a second suit because this one like was just, you, you work hard. So you want to showcase your body correctly. Um, and same thing for like posing heels. Like I've had multiple pairs of posing heels before. Um, I fell in love with the shoe fairy. So if you want the best posing heels ever use a discount, what's our discount code for shoe fairy? It's always glam girl. Yeah, it's that for angel Easy. competition bikinis, um, protein, and then also, yeah, it's just all caps, glam girl, and you can get 10% off on all three and on your jewelry as well. Um, yeah, like so that's a good way to, that's really the best way to shop and get a discount and get like good quality stuff. But there are people who like do one show and then they're done competing and they want to get rid of this stuff. So shop around. Yeah. For sure. Um, I think we're out of time here. We're at 30 minutes. Mm. So I am thinking that we should split this in half. So we talked yeah. all about competition, travel, show day. Um, I think this next one for next week, we could maybe do uh, food and uh, just like everyday prep life prep items. Yes. Yeah. I think it'd be really good. So if you're up for that, we can do that. We can yeah. plan that for next time. So we are going to be in Phoenix, Arizona very soon, uh, the 17th of February. And we will be at the Arizona Grand Resort and Hotel Spa. Uh, we would like for you to join us. So if you are still able to, I will put the retreat sign-up link. We are doing all of the things fitness. So workouts, uh, hiking, um, Celestrine's Turk is going to be there to talk about food relationships, body image, and things related on the mindset side of things for the retreat. It's definitely a weekend you don't want to miss. Chris is going to be working on posing with people. Um, mm -hmm. Even if you're not a competitor, it's just a great, fun way to spend time with a bunch of like-minded females in the fitness space. So uh, you can go to glamgirlbikini.com and um, it's on the homepage, but I'll also put the retreat sign-up link in the show notes in case you're interested. And then I'll also put our, um, if you would like to join the team as well, the link for that. So you can find us on Instagram at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Enger, signing off today with my fabulous co-host. And this is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. Thanks for listening, everyone.